Do you know why I brought you here? Uh, is the answer to record a podcast? Yes. This is a LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for September 25th, 2010. by that intro uh we're talking about uh, the basement and trivial although if you didn't infer that we don't blame you no that's yeah that's 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 fair mm-hmm. that, that, that is fair um yeah so, trivial trivial is first one yeah. is one that i wrote late at night and used the working title weird video <laughs> it's always How great when you have it? working titles like what the shit is this? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what uh, Lobster vs. Scorpion started out. It's like a <laughs> stupid YouTube thing. <laughs> I think I remember seeing that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, just the, uh, the endless sort of pulling back and back and back and back. And, uh, yeah, it gave us a chance to try some uh, fancy... Uh, fancy motion tracking which was largely successful i figured out at the end of it how to do it properly so a couple, <laughs> a couple shots look better than the others uh unfortunately it was too late in the process to go back and do the other ones so yeah too late this mm-hmm. is all about learning though yeah but basically it's i was trying to write a, a song about or a song i'm trying to write a video about trivial pursuit and i just started writing to see where it would go and i got this whole sort of weird the, the, you know, the, like, answering completely ridiculous questions thing. And I was like, that would kind of... That would drag for a video. Like, just a whole video of that with no point would not be super fun. So I was like, well, why why would they be doing that? And I'm like, oh, wait, this going to be an ad for some weird thing. Well, that's not going to make a full video either. And then it just sort of kept kept moving back. And then about halfway through, I was like, okay, no, now I see where this is going. And my, my take on that, actually, now that just thinking about it, is that, yeah, they keep on answering. The, the answers get weirder and weirder, but then it, it turns out the Trivial Pursuit Board has achieved sentience. Like, <laughs> just messing them. with them, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, nice uh, cameo from uh, Wes Borg there coming in and uh, destroying our microphone again. Yeah, that was, uh, he was actually deep in the throes of... Uh, Doing the fringe. Fringe stuff at that point. And so he, he like, this was literally the only time he had. He, like, ran in. He's like, all oh, right, I've got, like, half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> he ran in, did it, and then ran out. <coughs> yeah, it was. Did it was, a great job. It was pretty entertaining, yeah. And then um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the order that we shot this in because there was, like, the shot of Alex was, like, one of the last things to be done. But it, Yeah, we shot the actual stuff on the, the Trivial Pursuit board and the... Uh, and the two guys, uh, Graham and myself, the ad executives, yeah. uh, we shot that part like, like two weeks, two weeks before. before the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. And then because we had to have a picture of someone, we just took a picture of Alex and I held it up as the ad exec, meaning it had to be Alex that we used at the end. And so there was that. Also, there was a reshoot of one of the shot, one of Ben's shots, actually. The, oh, right. uh, the camera fucked up and the shot of Ben saying, I don't think this is what... TV shows are really like that was from a completely different day and a different camera and a different camera and you can't tell ironically uh-huh. um, yeah this was sort of interfilmed with uh, with bits of more at 11 which Graham yeah. presented to us at the same time as this script and we actually made a conscious decision to spread these two out because uh-huh. uh, it's two sort of cutting between lots of weird things well and they're they're, they're also both very sort of meta videos mm-hmm. so the uh, yeah Ah, we planned these things. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure there's much to say about trivial. I just like the I just like the name fraudulent pursuit. Mm. Uh, also, yes, uh, Tim is meant to be someone watching a loading ready run video at the end. Yes, and Tim. Sort of, Tim is all of you. Yeah. <laughs> the implied the implied reaction is that he's making a oh, okay. I see what they did there. Sort of reaction. So. Uh, yes. I had something else I was going to say, but I've totally completely forgotten it. So let's move on to the next video. The right. Basement. The Basement. This is a remake of a crap shot. Yeah. That you conceived as uh, we were shooting... We were shooting Stitch in Time. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, we were shooting Stitch in Time, uh, and we were in my dad's basement. And my dad's basement is like... He's lived in that house for 30 years. It is and a scary there's, basement. There's just, lo- well, it's there's a just lots basement. of stuff in there, right? Yeah. And it's it's an old house, and it's got like a low ceiling and, and you know, not very good lights and like old shop sinks. And there's there's the whole wood shop in there, which is creepy because there's just power tools with no guards or safeties on them. And, yeah. And stuff. And, um... But on one side of it, there is this creepy wood pile, and I literally would not go into that part of the basement as a child because it was so frightening. Um, like it was—it's just like a weird, closed-off area with this wood pile in the back and like a bunch of axes, and it's right behind the furnace. Um, which was really fun, actually, because you could open up the the front of the furnace and yell into it, and your voice would come out of grates all over the house. That's sweet. So you could so <laughs> so if you're playing hide and seek or something like that, you could taunt people to no end <laughs> by running down to the basement and like talking to them, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're in! Oh, no! What? Nice. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, we really need to use this wood pile because we could totally and they the um, he has some of these um, those like. Uh, Worksite lights, the the ones with the sort of wire netting around them that you yeah. can hang on stuff. They've got the hook on the top. Uh, I think about like mines when I think about those. But anyway, they've got the the light bulb in them. If you loosen the light bulb slightly, they flicker. Or, so, or at least this one does, which I think just might be bad wiring. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so regardless, when we when we first did the the original basement, that was basically it. It's like creepy wood pile, flickery lights, awesome horror movie. We were also the camera. The camera's battery was flashing red. And this was like something that, like, that we were just like, okay, let's let's do this, and we'll have you say that, and you say that. Okay, now go. No, no, just go. Just don't. It doesn't matter. Just do it again. Go, go, go. Like it, it was the it was a it was a very like harried delivery. Yeah. From uh, uh, for most of the stuff. In fact, all of Jared's dialogue is taken from from the reverse shot of Alex, and there's only like a couple shots of Jared just sort of making the kind of like hey, I'm standing like this. Oh right, that's right. Just to speed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, yeah, and and it was it was one of my favorite crap shots. And almost immediately afterwards, I was like, "That could be a whole video," and uh, and, uh, and it was. And we turned it into one. I was pretty pleased. With it. Like, it just we, uh, well, I mean, the, the scenes you added and the way that it turned out with you know proper not doing it by the seat of our pants lighting. Mm-hmm. Well, when I'd originally written it, um, it was more sort of just the first conversation. Uh, extended to a great deal, yeah. and still, but it's, I really wanted to have the axe, <laughs> the axe with the sandwich <laughs> on it, come in, um, and then uh, we uh, workshopped and, and decided to add the uh, the the second location, and then also the the third the third character, uh, and so then rewrote it for um, rewrote it that way, and the, I, I yeah, think it the turned I- out really really well. The the idea was that it the if it was just an extended version of the same conversation, it wouldn't be. 
as much of a payoff for people who've seen the crap shot. But mm-hmm. if, if we added... So the, the element that I really like that's added to it is that you get to see how the... Um, how Axe Hand socializes, right? Mm. That, that his, his, he, just, he just knocks people out. The only way that he socializes with people is by knocking them out, dragging them yeah. back to his basement yeah. and having a conversation with him, which I think is hilarious. But he, doesn't, he doesn't knock them out and drag them back to his basement, like, maliciously. Uh, maliciously, yeah. yeah. It's done from love, I think. Yeah. Uh, love or, or, about love or, or let's just... But, but maybe, it's done for maybe his own more, personal maybe, gain. Yeah, I mean. maybe more like uh, it's done for like social awkwardness on yeah. his part. He's like, oh, this is going to be an awkward conversation. What if I just knock him out? And maybe he forms really him. strong bonds with the people he does knock out. Like he remains best yeah, of yeah. friends with Alex's well, character and is, Tim's yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, Tim did a great job on this one. That was, was just it. Yay! This, I love that. This was Tim's last official video, I guess, yeah. kind yeah. of as a... a crew member and I love the fact that this, this is his last line his tri- last piece of dialogue trivia, yes. actually according to our like internal bookkeeping stuff this is the only video for which Alex and Tim are officially crew oh yeah because it was because oh, yeah. right yeah yeah like so the changing of the guard so the crew the crew was officially eight. Uh, actually eight people for that day for, for that, that day, day yeah. Yeah. Eight. wow yeah and now now Tim is engaged in case yeah, you Tim, yeah. in case you missed that thread, mm-hmm. so he so. has much better things to do than us. <laughs> Zing, um, true. Yeah, and then sort of in the vein of the original crap shot, though, as we were sort of <coughs> wrapping up. Um, well, I mean, so first of all, there was there was the 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 scene with James is the original stinger that Graham had written for yeah, the Yeah, I just video. thought it would be the, fu- the, sorry, funny, the, like... There's complete... a crap shot with James, uh, if you haven't yeah. seen it, on the Crap Shots channel. Yeah, um, that's just... I, I thought it would just be a funny, complete non-sequitur stinger, like a fourth wall sort of thing. Yeah, which Alex used as sort of a, a preview of this video on Crap Shots. Um, yeah, I captioned it, definitely not a preview. Nope, yeah. and people were like, what? It was a preview. I'm like, oh. He uh, was lying to you. It's something he does. <laughs> Deception. And that's because we came up with the uh, because I think it, I don't remember who it was, but someone was like, "If this, wh- why does he say I'm your worst nightmare? Because yeah. that doesn't really f- jibe with yeah, the, yeah. with like the I rest of the video." Paul, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay. That's the new stinger, and we'll shoot that other thing as like a bonus crap shot." Yeah. And we're like, and "Oh, then, okay, cool." And then while we were there, yeah, I really wanted to use that saw. And so the idea that he uses the saw as white noise to go to sleep was basically... And he just was trying to make it more comfortable for them. And he, Yeah, he was just trying to be helpful. Again, sort of emphasize that. So I was super happy with how that crap shot turned oh, out. It's so Specifically, good. Alex's reaction oh, when the saw comes great. on. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, I'm going to die. I love that so much. Good times. Really I also love that your first reaction is just like, oh, not again. What the heck? And then the saw turns on. He's like, like, oh, shit. Ah, 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 shake it Oh, poor Axan. He's just so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just wants to love. With his axe. With his axe. Oh, he apparently has a wife. <laughs> and dinner parties. And a dinner party plan. It's very strange. Yeah, it's uh, like a fancy dress party, actually. Yeah, yeah, I thought it turned out very well, though. Um, for other things that we're talking about, um, um, unskippable-wise, mini ninjas. Oh, well... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Or ninjas. Mini ninjas. Yeah, this one we actually had on the docket for a really long time. Yeah, we had captured it. We just didn't get around to recording it. I, I actually uh, beat this game. I, like I played a lot of it, and it's actually a really fun game. Surprisingly enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Uh, Turns out you don't get as many uh, varied hats as the opening cutscene would would lead you to believe. Yeah, in fact, you get no varied hats. The one hat you get is pretty awesome. 
That makes me sad. I think yeah, that... the one hand you get uh, can deflect arrows, uh, and you can uh, jump inside it and use it as a boat, mm. and also as a toboggan at one point. I think that sounds like a great game. Just great hats. The game. <laughs> a variety of silly hats. You'd game. like Team Fortress too. But but yeah, it's it's it was. Uh, Good. It, it was to me like I, I'm glad. I actually this Unskippable actually turned out quite well. I mean, because there's there's some question that it was it was going to be too sort of cartoony mm-hmm. uh, and too sort of silly to make it work, but it actually totally did. I so. do like that it, it it is completely the same as as Sonic the Hedgehog, and that there's the big evil bad guy yeah, who yeah. turns all the lovely like lovely woodland forest well, creatures into your enemies. It's a great universal thing because it means that you can have enemies blow up. Mm-hmm. But not like bleed or anything, so it's like a, a safe, and, and then and they blow up and free the trapped little animal, so it's like all good. Yeah. You know, there's no moral quandaries about killing. Not that people actually, you know, care about that much in video games, but yeah. for a kids game, it's nice. exactly. And then, uh, speaking of killing things, uh, War for Cybertron. Yeah, which uh, does not have little fuzzy animals inside all the robots. No, no. In fact, it has just. Big robots. Just more robots inside the robots. Yeah. And I know and I know that there's a whole like extended universe that uh, I'm sure well for example Matt could uh, I could tell us about one or two people brought up uh, some stuff in the uh, in the threads there but looking at this cutscene as a whole or just like standing standing on its own as we mentioned there's some real problems <coughs> with the sort of the the plot, like Optimus Prime, as the narrator says, you know, like this was a peaceful world, everything was hunky dory and fine. It's like, okay, then why do you all have missiles? Why do you turn? Why, when you turn into a vehicle, do you have a cockpit? You haven't even been to Earth yet. Why then? Why is Megatron wanting to like killing people to quote return this world to order? If it was peaceful before, what's the problem? <laughs> it, it, it's it's very. Muddy it's, in the in in people's motivations. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the thing. Like in peacetime, the dude who can turn into a tank probably wouldn't get a lot of work. You know, the guys who can turn into little sports cars are probably having more fun. <laughs> in wartime, the guy who turns into a tank is suddenly super useful. But, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, do you? I don't know what the mythology is. Like, do you get to decide what you turn into? Just randomly, whenever you want. I don't know. Apparently, there is they, uh, like apparently they extensively explain it in the expanded uh, universe. I, well, but I, like, I thought it was that when they came to Earth, they they actually became like they start they when they came to Earth, they imprinted. They imprint, on something. Yeah, they well, do, but in, in they Warfare, still have a robot mode on Cybertron. Yeah, even in the comic books. In Cybertron, they have a robot mode, but it's not like. It's not like a Mack truck. It's just a truck. Well, it's like a space truck. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That happens for a space Volkswagen Beetle. But it's still, but it's still as a cockpit. I guess my other question yeah. is, is, why are there female Transformers? Like, why is there a reason for when, uh, them? The Daddy, to be I don't know. Ask the Quintessens, who are apparently the race of people who made the Transformers. Oh, really? That well, I, except that, that, I, that then they got retconned out. Only yeah. in certain universes. I don't know. I, it's, you know Paul, and I, this Paul and I tried to research this. To sell toys. Yep. <laughs> There's a hilarious... And, and why are there female Transformers? <laughs> to to sell, sell, toys. sell toys to girls. <laughs> <laughs> Except it wouldn't work. But, uh, there, well, there's actually... Uh, to be fair, some... <laughs> Uh, I I actually read this little like when I was because I was playing I was playing uh, Transformers uh, War for Cybertron and I got kind of interested in mythology and I I read this the the this series called um, Megatron Origins, which is the most serious take I have ever seen on 
on Transformers. Like Megatron, uh, like got thrown in jail, and he had well, to Megatron, break out no, and Ma- shot some dudes. Megatron uh, is like the leader, or like the one is like a miner at this at this big uh, this big mine, which. Uh, and all the and like the the opening scene in the comic is this guy the like uh, the president or whatever coming in uh, with like a bunch of uh, troops and they're shutting down the mine uh, because it's going to become automated. So they're kicking the robots out. So robots can come in and do, and do the vibes. It's like, no, you know the person who wrote that is like, oh man, this is so ironic. Uh, and then, and then, like Megatron, but like in the ensuing riot, Megatron by mistake kills somebody and is like super, like super uh, affected by it. I, I stand by, and, and then he like goes into the gladiator things and my, learns how to kill people better. My and, what position the that the the best story for Transformers. Like the, the the amount of story that Transformers needs is literally those cutout pieces on the back of the boxes. Uh, you know, you used to get like Transformers or GI Joes or whatever, and you'd have like their secret profile that you'd cut out from the back of the box, and it would be like a trading card. Mm. And I, I'm pretty sure that that is the exact perfect amount of story for for a Transformers <laughs> character. Just like what can fit on that card. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the actually the other best thing is the president of. Like Cybertron at that point is uh, a rat trap, <coughs> like the the um, uh, Soundwave's bat tip. Yeah. Uh, somehow in this is the president is the president. What and is not like he becomes. He somehow becomes Soundwave's bat tape later on. But at this Sorry, point, man, did you hear that? He's the president. Uh, the rat trap. Yeah, yeah. The, anyway. One of the tapes. That's yeah. ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, what I find funny about that is that he he somehow deigned to become one of Soundwave's tapes after that. You know. Well, I believe I think Soundwave like forced him into or some. I don't know what the whole thing is. Anyway, I'm sure people can explain Literally it to us on the forum. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, War for Cybertron also got a pretty cool game. Um, also, yeah, taking itself way too seriously. For sure, I really enjoyed it as a game. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot too. Um, the uh, and the, yeah, there's just there's just lots of weird like clunker lines in that intro. Yeah, where it's just yeah, like, uh, and and there's all sorts of lines that that don't that if you really think about it in the context of them being robots doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> and like the thing, yeah, that them like flying along in this jet. But it's like they can also turn into jets. So is the jet also a dude, or is there there's some robots that don't get to turn into dudes? <laughs> some, like what? How did who gets to decide who gets to turn into a robot? No. <laughs> and like if you if you're a big jet, if you're a big dude who turns into a jet, can you feel people like walking around inside you? <laughs> I also like that because it's not it's not apparent that that final that that, that the first part of that cutscene where. Uh, uh, Megatron and Optimus and their various armies are facing off. When it, it's it's not clear that that is either a flash forward or a alternate presentation of something that's happening in the game. So it's Optimus and Megatron face off. There's a big explosion, and then in the next scene, Megatron's in a jet. It's like, oh, did he win? <laughs> Very strange. Anyway, well, that's the, we actually that's the the Megatron intro, and then the. Well, yeah, no, no, I know, yeah, but it yeah. shows that part first. Yeah. <clears throat> Out of order. Confusing. Technically, that big opening cutscene is just the trailer. That was the launch trailer for the game. Oh, so okay. the actual, like, opening cutscene is Megatron in the jet after right. the text. That's what I thought. Hmm. All okay. right. Uh, and ENN. ENN, uh, for which we are discussing... James has it written down. 
Uh, Xbox Platinum? Platinum was yeah, my first one. Yeah. Okay. And that was um, a video that Graham wrote. Um, the Xbox Platinum. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, which was, um, yeah, we were talking to uh, our, our, our good buddy Steptoe, who is... Xbox Live Director of Policy Enforcement, um, and he was like, and he's a very cool guy. He's a really, very cool he's guy. a he's a super cool guy, uh, and he was like, hey, I'm going to be at PAX. Are you guys going to be at PAX? We should, you know, we should get together, maybe do something. And I was like, oh, sweet, yeah, let's let's do an ENN thing. And I came up with this idea, and I wrote it. And so, okay, I wrote that they were doing a new tier of Xbox Live. The next day, Michael Pactor comes out and says, I think they're going to be doing a new tier of Xbox Live. And I was like, fucking hell. And what did he call it? Did he call it Platinum? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, okay. Xbox Live, that's been around for a couple months now. People yeah. have been teasing the idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I had never been... Um, uh, I didn't know any of that. There was a lot of coverage of it the next day. Yeah. Basically. And, um, and yeah. And so I was like, hey, how about this? And Obviously, he had to say no because they're they 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 uh, their uh, PR folks have very very real concerns about people participating in a fake news story on the off chance people take it seriously. And to which, be fair, uh, to be that fair, has happened. That is that has happened <laughs> that, uh, that did specifically happen. with ENN before. So yeah, that did happen in our first episode, I believe. Yeah, and so um, uh, it. Um, yeah, but but I really enjoyed the script, so we ended up uh, we ended up doing it anyway, and just uh, and just sort of giving a shout out to him. This is like uh, I was just thinking. This is like um, the uh, the military one we did, the um, uh, uh, Project Poking Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're going to use other things other than first person shooters to recruit people. Yeah, because that was one that we were sort of we had the idea and we were kind of writing right, it yeah. at uh, GameX because. The, uh, the America's the, Army booth. Yeah, America's there. Army, and they, they were sort of doing recruitment and stuff there. And so we were like, this will be hilarious. We go over to them, and there's a lot of consternation about back and forth whether they would do it or not. And they finally decided they couldn't do it. Uh, and then we're like, okay, we'll just go home and do it ourselves. Yeah. We, we've, got, we've got fatigues. We, can, <laughs> we yeah. can just have a dude who's going to be there. <laughs> it's like, sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, uh, I have to give uh, props to Kathleen, who isn't here today, uh, for coming up with the... Um, um, Headset with a monocle on it, mm. which was a. Good. I did the Photoshop for that though. Yes, which, I was which pretty, is great. I was pretty happy great. with my gold-plated headset with the monocle. Yeah. So good. So uh, it looked very yeah. good. Um, and the thing is, I a lot of people had the reaction that I did, which is like, yeah, I I would I would pay for that, you know, just like let the let the you know let all the racists and and uh, people throwing horrible insults around play on play on gold, and then you can play with people you can actually communicate with mm. maybe Joe would actually wear a headset yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, I do headset to be fair monocle. if I if I join a game and everyone else on my team has a headset I will pop a headset yeah, I know, on I know but I just um, play without a headset I just I don't put a headset on unless I'm playing with people I, I, I prefer to play with a headset just so I can at least try and communicate with yeah people. but if no one else on my like if one other person on my team has a headset who cares but if, yeah. if everyone else has one then I will I will help out yeah um, I usually play sort of like just Slayer, not Team Slayer and Halo or whatever. Well, so there's like, no way you're going to be talking loud enough. Sorry, <coughs> from all I, the way over there. I also play sort of like every man for himself games. More if than if I play you team games, if you so. want to vastly improve your experience with Halo, I recommend you play Team Slayer. Yeah, yeah remember the time you and I played uh, the two man game like all night? Yeah, or, that was a or, lot of fun. Or yeah. Team Objective? Oh, yeah, like for sure. I did, when I'm playing with friends on a team game 
I'll wear a headset for sure. Mm. I don't play team games with people I don't know typically. You should. Uh, um, and then the other one was the Westwashing. Westwashing, which was a concept I came up with uh, that I really uh, wanted to run with just after seeing. It was mostly inspired by spending a morning in bed uh, reading news feeds, catching up on Tokyo Game Show stuff, which had all sort of happened the night before. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I, had, I, when we came in to talk about stories, I, I really wanted to do something about the the Devil May Cry yeah. reboot. Well, and that's that's basically what the the key thing that that spawned this. I was like, this could be a feature story because I have an, this idea, and I have mm-hmm. this term that I've made up called West Washing, which I like quite a lot. Which is uh, kind of. Uh, well, it's inspired by the sort of whitewashing thing with regard to movies. You know, like Jake Gyllenhaal playing the Prince of Persia, for example, was a so it's supposed to be an example of whitewashing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, the prince in the games is pretty white. Just, I, I'm, just, only, I'm just putting that out there. Not only that, Jake Gyllenhaal has, so, of the cast of the movie has the greatest claim <laughs> being in it because he is uh, like ethnically Jewish by descent. Really? So he's from the region. At least, at least oh. more from the region. More from everybody the region else. Than anyone else. Uh, I will point out though that one of the guys who auditioned for the role was literally a prince yeah. from Persia. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And this also a dead ringer for the prince from the game. Hey, yeah. he wasn't a so, good actor though. Uh, anyway, so the um, that was sort of the the basic idea, and and uh, so the framework was sort of my idea, but a lot of the like the best jokes were actually from Graham and Paul. Um, so uh, anything and, you thought was funny was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no, I, I think there was actually a pretty a pretty even spread of good jokes in this in this story, and I was quite happy with how it turned out. Cam, mm-hmm. uh, Kathleen's friend Cam, turned turned in a very good performance. Um, he plays a great academic. He's very sort of calm, yes, does. Um, which is fantastic. Grant, it was Graham's idea to have me my narration cut off Ryan Quickbender uh, partway through, <laughs> which is which is good. But we were try- I, I kept on just trying to get Matt to do uh, hilarious hand gestures a little bit earlier because I was like I I know how much narration I have and I, I wanted to get to him pounding, and so I had to actually extend that narration so that it, oh, it got really? that in. Yeah, okay. I, I added me to get it. And I did get there, but yeah. yeah. But I actually added to uh, added to my narration to make sure that we is, saw that. Well, it turned out is very well. Is it, it possible that people may see uh, the full version of that in the uh, in a rejected DNN? Rejected yeah. DNN. Oh, it's it's already with, up. With, with all the actual audio. Yeah, yeah with all the actual it? audio. I thought the Escapist was going to censor it actually, but they didn't. <laughs> so uh, hey, it's only for premium people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Xbox I don't think Live. I dropped Platinum. any really explicit aside from like four f bombs. You didn't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's much worse than F-bomb. there's way worse than that. The uh, my narration or my my bit at the end where it cut where it cuts back to me, uh, we forgot to shoot, <laughs> and I shot it on the day that I edited the video. Yep. Just I went outside with a tripod and uh, and a lapel mic and shot it because it was it was not finished. But we the f- funny thing with this video is that you know we were sort of writing it and didn't hadn't really conceived an exit strategy for it, hmm. and then it's like yeah if we just turned everyone into blobs of jello, no one would be offended. And then Graham's like yeah, and then it cuts to a blob of jello, and he goes I'm offended, <laughs> and we actually. <laughs> Paul and I cracked up, and we were like, "Yes, that's what we're doing." Yeah, why, why the hell not? So, who says DNN has to be completely serious all the time? <laughs> well, we had freaking terrorists shoot that. the junction yeah. system ever been in serious? their head. I know exactly, exactly. Um, so I was like, "Yes, that's a fantastic ending. Go with that." Yeah. So, <laughs> so Kathleen made some Jello. Mm-hmm. Uh, three uh, three packets to make it really firm. Yeah. 
Excellent. It was nice. Well, my, my suggestion was gonna was like something like eight packets for four, like and the amount of water for four. So you'd get like this gigantic mass of Jello. But uh, I think that what you had, I love the button eyes too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looked really really good. I like those. So. All right. All right. So uh, before we uh, before we move on, just quickly want to uh, uh, regarding Matt, what you said. Um, ben Kingsley was also in. Right. Ben was Kingsley, also in Prince of Persia. He's yeah. half Indian. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was born uh, Krishna Pandit Banji. Ah. So just yeah. just just before Sorry. people were like, no, they're... everybody else yes, in the cast, else. apart from those also, two, yes. they have greater. Ben, ben Kingsley is totally Persian. <laughs> much much as Ben Kingsley is an awesome awesome actor. Probably couldn't pe- pull off the Prince of Persia. Probably not. No, no, no. <laughs> but as Matt was just saying, has the yeah. has the greatest. But I, I do recall several articles being like, "Why is every, like why are everybody going after Jake Gyllenhaal? Everyone else, it, like with the exception of Ben Kingsley, is like clearly white. <laughs> not he just that, Alfred Molina. Some sort of tangential claim. To <laughs> not be. just that, Alfred Molina, full on like playing a Cockney. Yeah, like, he wasn't yeah. even he wasn't even playing. He wasn't even pretending to be from that region. Like, right, awesome. Gav. Anyway, so um, Askler, Askler, new version, new version. Well, just explain what's going the on. The new podcast, yeah. Do you so, want me to lock that thread? The thread's been locked. Keep up. No, it's still open. No, it's I not. just locked it, oh. or I locked it a while ago. It was open not ten seconds ago. No, it's no, it's not. I just pulled it up. It's. I think you might be talking about different threads. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the um, the Askler thread is locked. It's there. The Askler thread, thread both, for this week both. is probably not yet locked. No, yeah, it is. Okay. It should be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's Okay, anyway, so the, the new pod... Okay, so we're changing that up a little bit because, first off, we couldn't possibly record two podcasts every week, as you know. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. So we decided that... This is more just formalizing what was already it, happening. It, exactly. Um, with a bit with a large change to the way Askler works. So the way podcast now works are every other week we're going to record... Um, the regular Lurcast and um, those games we play. I'll be putting up the regular Lurcast on the Monday. So you're hearing this two days after we recorded, and then what we're playing now, or those games we played, um, will go up a week from then, um, which gives us a week off, every other week off of podcasts. Um, Askler, we decided that the old thread was just stupid. It was getting it was, silly. It was getting ridiculous. We're and that's not to say anything about people who were posting questions in it. It's no, just no, the fact no, no, no. That we were so far it behind. Was, yeah, I mean that, that any answers we would give would be super out of date. Would be super so. out of date. So Graham brought up the the very valid point that <clears throat> people can't ask like questions regarding current events, videos, and just going-ons in the world because we're so far behind that we're answering questions from last year at about this time. Yeah, Although, we, we had now lapped ourselves. We, yeah. fair, people have actually done a pretty good job of being like, okay, by the time this is answered, I know, so, E3 will probably just be finished. Yeah. So let's see what people you're are getting good at that. But, but but even then, we're like, yeah, E3 was, month, was still months ago. So <laughs> Askler went out. For E3, it's like, but, next, but the next, next E3 year, is yeah. about to start. Yeah. So. yeah. so from now on, this is how Askler is going to work. That old thread is locked. Next week, when we have a little bit of more time and Kathleen's around, we are going to try to find about an hour, hour and a half to sit down and just bolt through those questions for a special All Askler podcast. And um, we possibly won't even go in order in it. Like, we'll just find as many we'll questions that find, actually look good. Yeah, that actually look good, and we'll just try to get through the rest of them, and then that topic well, will be just... Yeah. We're not going to go through I, all of them, obviously. No. Well, there's still, like, 30 pages of questions left, so it's not going to happen. But, but we'll, we'll do, just our, do a whole bunch. We'll do our best. From now on, every um, every other Monday, so the day you're hearing this, a new Askler thread has been opened. 
it will be for the videos that are coming out the the week we're in right now as you listen and the next week and they'll be locked two weeks from today which is saturday the 25th um and then so you can ask us questions about the current videos or whatever else you want but yeah it doesn't, like it doesn't have to be current no it doesn't have to be current you can continue to ask your silly dumb questions about zombies and somebody has um and that's fine part is going to be this this the, the the thread will go up when only one of the two videos to be discussed will have gone online, correct? Yes. Yes, but the thread will be closed once all the videos have been up. Okay. So, so everybody will have a chance to post a so question. The, so the thread will be up for 2 weeks. The yeah. thread's up okay. for 2 weeks cool. and closes the day before or the like hours before we start the podcast. And and the idea is that uh, you know, we we're, we're going to go through it and if there are more questions then we can answer in that week. Yes. Um we will pick the, and the thread will st- be locked and closed and we're not going to go back to it and we're not going to go back to it we will pick and choose uh and priority will be given to questions that we like yes well yeah (laughs) questions the questions that are topical yes yeah questions that are topical stuff that we are doing now and things like so as opposed to who would win in a fight but right now well we haven't had one of those for a long time um but right now we have about 12 questions i think we can get through them all so let us start. Okey-doke. What's your favorite video since the move to the Escapist, and how do you think this has affected your videos? Like like moving? Oh, like, yeah. So I mean, since okay. January. So in the last ten months, nine months, uh, what's your favorite <laughs> video? everyone's pulling out their iDevices yeah. to yeah. pull the list. Because it's not... I think in terms of uh, how it's affected the quality of videos, um, I think because the Escapist uh, has the, you know, because we have to make stuff on such a uh, on a, a precise schedule, you know, whereas before things sort of slipped sometimes, uh, you know, yeah, I think I think we've been there's more been better, organized. Yeah, there's been better planning on our end, uh, and so that. it uh, enables us to do more like this, like um, the uh, uh, the superhero one. Who are you going to mm-hmm. call? Um, which I think maybe <coughs> one of my superhero favorite. one is really good. I still really like Paperboy. Which Bad. is the second video that we did. Bad yeah. news is very good. Bad I'm news a big is fan very of good. Game fighting tournament myself. Um, mm. Unfortunately, we've only done three episodes of Commodore Hustle, I think, in this year, um, which is sad. Um, but I think my favorite's probably Gay Chicken mm. of the three. Mm. Gay Chicken's quite good. The next page. Yeah. Wait a minute. We, no, we did the we did the one with uh, with Matt. Matt gets his groove on the Escapist, right? Nope. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. No. That was the last video before that movie. Mm. We did Hot Water at PAX and... Oh, other page. I, you're already on page two. Why is it then about the piss... That's, that's the page you're on. Is piss pick fuck. Olympic beard growing. Stitch in Time is one of my favorites. Stitch in Time turned out really well. Uh, the um, Echo was really good, too. I like Echo. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Cafe de Catapult I liked a lot. Wait, is that... Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was, yeah. Yeah, Le Cafe. Yeah. Le Cafe, yeah. Le Cafe. Um, <laughs> Don't make me choose. Gary yeah. was really good, actually. I liked Gary. I really liked Gary. It got a little bit of mixed review from the From everybody. Viewers, but that's that's, that's cool. I really enjoyed it. Anyway, I liked it a lot. so there we go. There's some answers yeah. for that. Um, um, so we liked them all. They're like our children. Yes. Yeah. In terms of the sort of, like... How it's affected our views. I also think the... I also think the move to the escape has sort of kicked us out of being overly self-referential for a little while which I think was I think was good it gave us a new base to start now to develop more now we can go back to that though. I'm excited <laughs> well, look we at this well, look period at... where it was like no self-reference because no one on the escapist will get it now we've got a large enough back catalog on the escapist yep. that we can start referencing our own videos again yep. um, so I think it, it gave us this nice, this nice little reboot in terms of our 
our back catalog of Well, I like that now, you know, we just did, for example, More at 11, which references Slow News Day from season <coughs> two. I know, True. Yeah. But yeah. enough of the escapist audience now has also gone back and seen our old stuff and yeah. can start working those references in again. Yeah. Yeah. So well, also, like, there's this little refresher period, basically. There, there's just, been less... Uh, video game based content in Loading Ready Run since the inception of ENN specifically. Right. Um, because that has given, uh, well, specifically me and Graham, but also Paul and Kathleen, more of an outlet to write video game based stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> do you agree that Tim's fiance should, uh, nickname should be Yoko? <laughs> uh, no, yes, no, no, under the. <laughs> Under this stipulation, Tim is not Loading Ready Run's John Lennon. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I am very sorry, but you were not the. the like, also, John also, Lennon. that implies that she somehow, you know, like yeah, like broke up Loading Ready Loading Run. Ready Run. Yeah. You'd almost yeah. say that she tore us apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've only met her once, but she seemed very nice. She seemed very nice. I, I, I agree. I, we ran into her by accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We literally just once. ran into her. It was like, um, just like right. a T-bone at the intersection. <coughs> you know what's really funny, by the way, is that we ran into Tim and uh, Larissa um, the day that they announced later yeah. later in the day. Yeah. So Alex and I ran into them, came back to the office, and Alex sort of offhandedly mentioned that's totally his future wife. <laughs> and they'd, they'd gotten that's engaged awesome. the day before, and we didn't know. That's awesome. This yeah. guy. Okay. Um, ETA on Starburst shirts. Uh, very soon. As soon as possible. I assume, have you ordered them? Just say yes Yes. for the sake of... Yeah. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) They've been ordered. They're on their way. We will ship them out. Of course. Very soon. Um, I Am A Fish would like to know what we would do if our only weapon against a zombie was a rainbow trout. Which Which I believe was yours. Which is Uh, what I wrote. Some sushi. What? <laughs> All right, moving on. Sure. Um, I guess use the rainbow trout to defeat the zombies in whatever way possible. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, distract them and run. Chuckles. If someone rainbow trout have brains, right? You can... <laughs> That's true. Um, Chuckles says, if someone were to wrong Graham, would it be appropriate to apologize with "Forgive me, G Star, for I have sinned"? <laughs> um, I don't know if "appropriate" is quite the word. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it, but it's a weird one. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Now that you have moved to the Escapist and settling in with their community, are there any videos that you would not repost because you don't think their community would enjoy it? Like older videos? I guess. Hmm. That um, the There's... Escapist community should should all die video we did. Ooh, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> I wouldn't want to repost uh, that. I, I don't know about their community. I mean, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, the, the Escapist community isn't that different from no. any, any other community. Like, uh... There are videos that I wouldn't like want to repost forum, just because I don't think they're very good videos. <laughs> yeah, like the, for, like the forum community is actually not not as different as perhaps people might think. It's, the, I guess it's more video the, game oriented. Yeah, but, but the the overall audience is is different. The overall audience um, tends to I, I I don't mean this in a negative way, but they tend to like uh, you know negative sort of. It, a negative angle on things like they like zero punctuation when he's tearing apart video games they they you know like like movie bob when he's tearing apart movies you know it's, and so um and they they enjoy the episodes of ENN where we're like boy isn't this aren't, aren't these people really, yeah, really stupid huge reaction to paul uh tearing apart that sony and microsoft marketing yes. people love that yeah and, and and which you know they deserved and uh but and yeah I th- I that was really funny but uh, that's just sort of an interesting observation that doesn't it, that doesn't really affect loading ready run because it's not the sort of stuff that we do yeah i i don't think we have like the only the only change in our stuff that we've done that we have like 
consciously done for the escapist audiences we've been tried to be less self-referent like we've tried to be less referencing stuff well, before also, the escapist and, and in the case of ian and specifically we have tried to make it less dry well but we were yeah. oh well yeah but i'm, I'm talking about learning many run yeah. videos which um, I, think, I think we've now sort of gotten over that hump <laughs> yeah yeah although i still i thought i'm still we still don't want to really reference videos before the escapist i don't think not in a way that requires you to know it to get the yeah. joke like the the more the more at eleven doesn't actually reference Slow <coughs> News Day at all. It just happens to use the same character. No, and that's the and that's the sort of reference that I really really enjoy. It's yeah. I mean, it's not a reference really. Like it doesn't. It's just well, it's a reference it, mainly for us. It's a reference. Yeah, it it's a reference if you know it. Otherwise, it uh, isn't. But it happens to use the same characters. But I don't yeah. think that makes it any different. All right. Um, have you guys been following the musical theater scene recently? And if so, what musicals would you like to go see? I haven't really. I haven't Neither have I. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I. I still would really, really like to see Spamalot sometime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I live in hope that some at some point they will release a DVD of the original cast of Spamalot. Um, and I, I live in hope that it was recorded in some way because I have seen like on news reports high quality footage of the original cast of Spamalot mm-hmm. just showing in little clips. Yeah. So I, I, I have to believe that it was recorded. At some point, with like you know, the whole the whole original cat, David Hyde Pierce and uh, Hank Azaria, Hank Azaria and Tim Curry, and yeah, yeah. I am, stuff. I so am really, I, I still would like to see Spamalot, even with whatever cast. I'm sure they'd be great, but I am really morbidly curious about Love Never Dies. What uh, is that? That's the Phantom of the Opera. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that I, actually Andrew I, Lloyd Webber? Yes. Yeah. Mm. It it is. Andrew Lloyd Webber's cash-in music <laughs> for what is arguably one of his worst musicals. <laughs> what? I um, love Phantom of the Opera. I, I quite like Phantom of the Opera too, but it gets it gets panned by uh, by people who are apparently musical theater aficionados. Um, it's, it's not as bad as Phantom by Maury Yeston. I I can't imagine a musical being much worse than than that than Phantom either. No. <laughs> uh, uh. But uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I really liked Phantom 2, even though it was supposedly not very good. Well, um, I don't care whether people think Phantom of the Opera, you mean? The, the yeah. original, yeah. I really like Phantom of the Opera by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Um, and I am... You know the funny thing is Maury Eston... about the sequel. Maury Eston was working on, Fa- on Phantom for like 12 years. Yes. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber started work on on Phantom of the Opera while Maury Eston was still working on Phantom and released Phantom of the Opera first. Yeah. Well, and there's a whole thing with like Phantom of the Opera was in uh, public domain. Was in no, was in Phantom of the Opera was in the UK, and Phantom was in the United States, and there was yeah. a whole licensing thing that was yeah. really confusing. Anyway, uh, so I guess we're possibly more into the, the well, scene than we thought we were. But well, not not, yeah, not the current scene. I don't know. Uh, I've heard like I keep hearing these crazy things like there's like an Evil Dead musical. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all off Broadway crap a, though. There is one. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and so it's the problem is us being in Victoria, we don't get anything until you know, like when we were in uh, New York, we all went to see Avenue Q. Yeah, and that was and amazing. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, I, occasionally shows come to Vancouver. That's why I've seen Phantom. That's why I've seen Showboat. Yeah, same. I, I love Showboat. We saw my, Showboat in, in, in high school. Yeah, yeah, my my high school actually had a like every year they would do. Yeah, one. And well, yeah, so the same thing. Yeah. That's, why, that's why we ended up seeing Showboat. But yeah, Showboat, uh, Phantom, Phantom, and, Showboat. And I saw Les Mis. I think I saw Les Mis. When you're saying Joseph, Phantom, 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 Phantom of the Opera by Andrew Lloyd. Yes, we will not refer to the other one unless by 
name later. Okay. Uh, Nobody else knows about the other one, really. Uh, did you guys <laughs> Just, ever see Joseph? Did you guys have to go see Joseph? Uh, no, no I never saw like a professional take on it. I think it, I have seen but I've Joseph, seen, but I can't no, I saw, for sure. I saw Showboat as well. I, I love Joseph at the time, but in retrospect, that was a really bad musical as well. Joseph's pretty, pretty jo- Joseph is weird because it's it was originally, it was his first musical, and he was originally written like when he was in high school. Well, it's, right. it's and the original, so obviously the original, padded for length. Well, yeah. the original version of it is only half an hour long. Yeah. Uh, and then and then he added a bunch more songs and stuff. But okay, we gotta keep going here. So Sorry. Um, I have three questions about old content that was never released. And the lure cast for life is like a movie you said you would what that you would need. We needn't need oh, to be unable to get to, loading radio live because you'd be recording it and releasing it on DVD. What happened there exactly? Okay, the recording happened. The recording did happen. In fact, uh, a couple of different recordings happened on I think more than one night. Two nights, I believe. Uh, yeah, but we we weren't happy with the quality of any of it, really. And yeah, it, the 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 audio was the big issue, and it it was possibly salvageable. Uh, and I had it captured on, I had it all captured, and was sort of tinkering with it. And then the hard drive failed, and I haven't gotten around to recapturing it because yeah. it's hours and hours we of also footage. Missed couple pieces of the show didn't we like there were a couple of scenes that didn't get we got them all it's we we recorded over we recorded from different (coughs) angles over three different nights and out of all of it we got everything but it's wildly inconsistent yeah Yeah. it made me it made me sad that we didn't get a good recording of it uh and you know it's something like if we wanted to like sell it as a dvd or something we would not want to sell just like a crappy no no recording of it so maybe maybe someday we'll we'll, we'll get some note as well that that's like Five years old now? Six mm. years old? No, it's not that old. It was four. 2006 to seven. 2007. It was four years old. It was four years old. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's maybe maybe there's a chance that we'll we'll get some we'll get something online at some point. But don't hold your breath. Don't yeah. You? A couple. Sorry. I mean, a couple of the a couple of the sketches from uh, Living Ray Live have actually made it into have turned been turned well, into real videos. There were two sketches, two full on sketches from Living Ray Live that had the potential to be turned into video. Uh, one of them we decided we didn't want to, and the other one has been turned into a video. Yeah, yeah. easy industry. Yeah, but there's a couple. There's a couple things that and, uh, only the, worked on stage. And yes, the, we exactly. shot that uh, is up online. You can see. Yeah, that was yeah. we did that sort of preview. Why did Graham stop making the idiot room? Because I stopped working there. Well, it, no, because he says um, I know that you didn't work there anymore. But last we heard, where you were just changing offices. Oh. Like, oh, you changed, so, yeah, because when you changed offices, you also stopped the idiot room. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. So, it was just a change um, in direction of the company, kind of, right? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be pretty honest, actually. That company went weird places um, later in its... Uh, I mean, they're still around, but... Um, basically, the uh, founder left, and um, my immediate boss was still there like Rob who shows up in the earlier videos was still there but a different guy came in to be my direct superior and my job turned from making video content into taking um, uh, text that he wrote and making it absolutely like legible to people who don't have their head up their own ass um, because it made absolutely no goddamn sense so I became a marketer instead of a video guy and it was really really crappy and then I was doing a whole bunch of other video work for them and then they were like hey so you've talked to all the small businesses in Victoria and I went, no, I fucking haven't, because that's impossible. He's like, well, we need you to move to Seattle. And I was not prepared to do that, and so then they fired me. So it, it, it was very, it was a very odd, odd situation. So the, but the, yeah, once, once, once we moved uh, to the new office, also we weren't in our own space. We were just in some cubicles in the office with everyone else, so we couldn't be as goofy. And we, we did a couple idiot room updates from the new place, but it didn't really work. The, the phrase idiot room 
Start becoming... Yeah, the idiot cube. Well, yeah, well, and also, saying, right? also, the idiot room, uh, you know, if the, when the actual company starts becoming idiotic, yeah, it's yeah, hard to... Uh, hard to also, they, they through, for cost-cutting measures, they let Aiden go, which was absolute BS, because... He was way more qualified than Trenton or I to be in there. It, it, it was it was a weird, weird situation. Um, he would also like to know whatever happened to the short video of Matt James and Morgan on the top of the mantle from the Rapid Fire Four podcast. You said you'd post it in the podcast. He, just, you are asking a lot of weird old questions. Yeah, I don't even remember. Said, I'm assuming that was some I remember us being the on the scene. mantle, but that was yeah. some random behind the scenes. Right, video? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was from like the. Uh, from the, the the translation bit. Yeah, the translation <coughs> bit. Yeah, yeah. why yeah, were must we have been, filming that though? There was no, a no, ran, well, there was a I'm random not, behind the scenes thing. Well, but. no, I think we were I, I think we were we were recording the podcast there, and that the guys were just sitting up on the mantelpiece mm. while we were recording the podcast. And we had a camera because of like the the metal plate was around. Uh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm sorry. That that'll probably never. It, there's maybe some footage on some tape, but we have like 500 tapes. So I yeah. have no idea where it's that would probably. Be. I'm really. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry but it's ages. probably never, not going to come out. All right. Is there one video or scene that sticks out where you wanted to do something more complicated and it just wasn't technically feasible? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, there's several of them. I can't think of any, one. Any video that I've written. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think there are a bunch of videos that we are happy with, but if we'd had like a props department that could actually make things, could have been even more impressive. Some, um, something that I would love to be able to do is uh, actually like... Li- be able to legitimately do like crowd scenes. Yeah, um, you know we've been able to pull them off occasionally just by coinciding with like uh, conventions and stuff. But but then there but are the being, times where we do the the rapid fire escalated fight when we wanted to have that big battle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if we had the kind, if we had the kind of budget that we could actually legitimately do like you know like attack and have like huge it, numbers of people come. To over be here. fair, in that case, it's not even budget. It's just. The well, we're planning of yeah. actually, you know, getting people to come out and help us, but yeah. but yeah. So uh, to me, that's and yeah, I mean, your know, sets and stuff is always a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of. A that's it. I'm, I'm always I, impressed by our ability to sort of take uh, small scale stuff and make it look impressive. Yeah, like um, the opening sequence from Warriors of Darkness <coughs> is mm-hmm. look, still looks fantastic and I totally holds up. Um, all of Shaolin. Uh, I still go back to that video and amazed we put, and am amazed that we pulled off the special effects that we yeah, did. The like popcorn bag inflating was, was <laughs> that's one of my favorite like effects we've done. Well, that was such a great practical effect. Yeah, I like, know that was so. so good. It's like the only practical effect like, we've done. Well, yeah. it looked so good. Also, the nachos, the the cooking nachos was, <laughs> like was yeah, really yeah, awesome. Um, the one thing that I think, uh, the the two things that spring to mind for me in terms of like if we had better capability to do tech. Um, and I'm happy with both of them, but I think they could have, like, with more time, more props, like, more technical know-how and whatever, they could have been better, are the Nerf Cannon and Mr. Ball's Matron. Mm. Because both of those, like, they they were both great, but having, like, a, an actual Nerf Cannon that, for instance, worked, um, <laughs> would have yeah. been awesome it for that. It worked, and, shut up. And that was, like... More looked more like a Nerf cannon than a bunch of you know PVC tube <coughs> tape two by four, um, yeah. piece of particle board and uh, Mr. Ballsmatron clearly Meccano set. Uh, you know, I, 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 I dispute Mr. Ballsmatron because I think he looked exactly how he should have looked given Paul's character. Yeah, if Mr. If we get Mr. Ballsmatron so that he could have actually moved his top. Well, he, that's the thing. Right? Like, I'm not saying he has to look. I was more happy. like a legitimate robot. I mean. 
a mechano set and a mop is fine, but if we had some way to have, like, rigged it up such that there was actually a little motor on it that could cause the mop head to I was, go and I was it super, counterbalanced properly. I was super happy that Mr. Balsatron could actually move. Yeah. Like, that that made me super happy. Like, a little extra technical know-how, and you could still get a really shitty, like, homebrew-looking robot made, but you could have it actually work the way yeah. it's supposed to. Right? I had a lot of fun setting Mr. Balsatron on fire, I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, let's try to burn through these. Okay. Oh, God. Now that you're all playing MTG again, what are your favorite colors? Green. I'm a Black. big fan of red and, and blue, Black actually. Black and red. I'm playing white, but I don't know that it's necessarily I, my favorite color. The, the thing, like, when I was playing Magic before, white-blue control was really powerful, and so I still tend towards white and blue. I introduced Tally to the concept of counterspells last night, which she was not, she was not pleased with at all. <laughs> I, uh, I've always had an affinity for green. Um, Green's pretty cool. It just seems... I like the sort of... Uh, sort of meat and potatoes kind of straightforwardness of yeah. it. You know, you know what's going to happen. There's a giant monster about to eat your face. Yeah. It's not like a counter spell or something tricky. There's yeah. just a giant monster about to eat your face. All right. Yeah. Um, I can't find any reference to it, but why is there uh, sheets on the shorter shelves in the living room of Matt and Graham's old apartment? Sun damage, as I recall. Sun damage, yeah. The, um, the placement of the, um, the shelves I had... Uh, were such that when the sun was going down in the uh, the late afternoon and the evening, about 3 p.m. till sundown, the sun would come right through the patio door and the window on the side wall, and it would sweep Rip, all the way across. across all games. Uh, yeah. Sweep all the way across all my collectibles and video games. So over the summer, I'd put a sheet up over it so that they wouldn't get sun bleached. Did right. you notice any problems with it? Or did... um, no, I, I mean, it was a little tricky to keep the sheets up, right. but I, I was just protecting them from the sun. Line in bed, and your questions are silly and you will not be answered. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're about The Sims, and oh. we have actual questions. So I am I am truly sorry, but we want to get through these. Uh, will we ever see a follow-up to the Tube Men Ender video? Uh, trickier now, because, oh, again, our so sort sad. of... Our, our window of time, like our, Damn. our, our window yeah. of Tim's, our window of Tim. Tim. Well, it's not even that, it's not even that Tim's gone. I think Tim would come back and do it, but we are now entering fall, and yeah. it needs to be summer because we pretty much trees, have to do it. Like we would today. need to do it today, and that's not going to happen. So if it does happen next summer, hopefully Tim will still be around. Uh, but yeah, don't look forward to it. Oh, Iron Stomach. I have one edited. Sad. I'll get it up very shortly, um, and there's another one after that. So there's two in the pipe. Um, we still have the tubes for Tube Men Enter. We do. And they so will remain they may, safe. And they, they will remain safe and they may show up somewhere else. Yeah. Who knows? Um, here, a couple more. Okay. Back in the day, you guys would be would uh, intersperse your full sketches uh, with on-location videos and miscellaneous extra stuff like November 13, 2003. Although some extent, this was just done to ease the pressure on the sketch writers. Some of these videos still make really interesting viewing. Uh, the Uwe Bull, for instance. Now your audience has grown in the... Uh, BSNS, what? The, I don't get what that is. It's becoming ever more Sears. Partic- oh, uh, Sears. okay, I get it now. Particularly since the movie The Escapist, do you feel that every Monday update has to be a sketch? If so, are there video ideas that you might have shot in the past that now get automatically rejected, or do you manage to shoot them and release them in a, as bonus content? Uh, well, it's the, the definitely like, in, especially in the first season. And the first and the second season, those those videos were legitimately just filler. Like they, we we just it was basically just Graham and I, uh, and we just couldn't put out videos that fast. And so um, we we reused um, videos from 
like when Graham, school Graham, Graham happened to be in school at that point. Yeah. So we used this, we used the school projects and did the on location videos and stuff. And we made a conscious decision at one, uh, at one point, I think when we sort of started getting more serious about it, they were like, we were stopped going to do, we were going to stop making sort of the, the place, you know, filler videos and where, you know, every week was going to be something. Quality. Yeah. We, we also have stayed away from sheer stupidity for the, for yeah. a similar reason. That uh, being said, uh, we did, we did man cooking. Yeah. yeah, that being said, I do feel that uh, the I think we if we could do something like like if we had an opportunity to do something like the Uwe Bowl interview, I think I would still be totally oh, up still for be down that. for that. Yeah. I would still be totally up for putting that up on the Escapist. Like yeah. that, although I mean it's too long, so it would be we have to talk to them about it. But yeah. uh, but the the Uwe Bowl thing, I totally stand behind. That was super interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Aaron Seltzer and Jason Freeberg would be the uh, the people that we could talk to now. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd want to talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some questions from Gat Filler. To the smokers, what's your poison? None of us smoke. People are doing this any, uh, anyways, but on the assumption that nothing will come out of any attempting at tackling the old Asler question. Okay, so he's just wondering if he wants to can dig up questions. Wait, because as we explained, we will try to tackle the old Asler thread. And if your um, question is asked, don't worry about it. But yeah, and, and if you do want to dig up old questions, that's totally fine. But do keep in mind that we will give priority to, to questions that are more relevant. Dear Loading Ready Run, this is the last question. Being the famous internet celebrities that you are, huh. I imagine that you have autographed many things in your time at conventions and stuff. I wanted to ask you, what was, what would you most like to sign? What object would you most like to see your signature appear on for all time? The Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just walks in. If, no, is no, that if, the Mona Lisa? You know, if yeah. The, if the, what of it? If the director of the Louvre was like, please, please sign this Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be one of those awkward objects where we're yeah, like, it's, I, I mean, don't, I don't we've know gotten a couple of those. Your DSIs, I've never had a problem with the DSIs. It's when people that dude at PAX who had to sign his uh, MacBook, yeah, like his 13 inch MacBook Pro. It was like, but he had just got like, like it was super yeah, it was new super too. new. I was like, this is an 1800 dollars computer, and you want us to write on it? I oh, I couldn't even mm, imagine. Like, yeah, even I, the people <laughs> I admire the most in the world, I don't want them fucking writing on my computer. <laughs> I say I like uh that we uh we one time we signed a girl's panties one time but yeah she was it was it was not as exciting as you might think because she wasn't she, wearing, she, wasn't she wasn't wearing, wearing them, them and they were like a pair that she had brought to side like so yeah it was not not as uh, exciting as but so, what so, would you most like to sign most like know. to sign like we've signed some interesting things but what would you most like, like to sign I've signed a boot, but too. but it was in the shirt at the time. Yes, uh, yeah. Um, see, I'm not sure. We've we've already signed a Commodore 64. Yeah, the Commodore I think is is the an appropriate thing for us to sign. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool because then you can like, I like I, I super I really I guess, like things uh, that, that you can like write on and be like like the Commodore 64. We all like signed it, but then also like added weird little yeah. arrows and things. That the uh, cool. the retail floppy for the Sporting News baseball would be appropriate. Oh as well. yeah, That's that'd be good. Our theme oh, I have one. Of those, okay. By the way. If somebody could get a boxed copy of Desert Bu- of, of Penn and Teller's <laughs> oh, yeah. Smoke and Mirrors, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. that would be worthwhile there, to sign. Um, is it, we and we theoretically if, if there you, may be some around. Find one, please. Let us know. Yeah, because, because there, according to Frank Cifaldi of the Lost Levels, there are probably retail copies of Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors floating around somewhere. Not they, many of them that were sent to reviewers. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, they were sent to stores to use as in marketing displays. Oh, so theoretically, there should be some around. 
And so, yeah, that would be... And, like, yeah, if anybody has one, then that... Because you have no idea, like, how much money we could get for that. If we could... If uh, we could get... From, uh, on, during Desert Bus? We could get a ton of money for it during Desert Bus, but I almost wouldn't... Like, I'd almost just want to keep it as, like... Not, but like or, like, the Child's Play auction? Yeah, the, I, the I, we go to the Child's Play charity dinner. That's what I would want to do, yeah. yeah. Have I mean you just even get just Penn and Teller to sign it? Get I mean Penn, they want us to Penn sign. Basically, take it and have it be signed by Penn and Teller, and it's like if you want it signed by us, we will. But yeah. I think it'd almost be more yeah, awesome yeah. if it was just Penn and Teller who signed the box. And it was uh, yeah, that'd be pretty incredible. Yeah, we'll like sign a piece of paper that and we insert like, into the box. Yeah, and, and Eddie Gordetsky. Yeah, and yeah. Eddie Gordetsky. Yeah, uh, that would be amazing. That'd be but, cool. Uh, so yeah, that would be for me. All right, successful podcast is successful. Yay. And we need this to is, go. This is like inbox zero. This yeah, is, we this actually, is Askler zero. This is perfect. Yes, Askler okay. zero. And we declare every week it'll just. Yeah. So, All right. Yes. The Loading Ready Run podcast. We fucking dare you to listen to it.